ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. down this wall. Oh, the band is out on the field! He's gonna go into the end zone! And what you gonna do when Hulkamania? Say no to drugs. Eat my shorts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, welcome to the Bastards of Babylon podcast, episode 12. Dose. Number 12. Uh, Bring it on. Longhorn, the number of your favorite quarterback of all time, uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Of TV. Course. No, no. no. That's maybe your no. favorite anti vaxxer quarterback of all time? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I can separate. Uh... I can take things case by case, and uh, I can have multiple opinions about one person all at the same time. Fantastic quarterback. Happen to agree with his vaccine stance. Also, he's a massive bleeding bitch. He's just a a giant cunt most of the time. So I I can take it. I can compartmentalize my love and hate. Uh, I also love his choice in women. I can love it. So I mean... How could you not? It's good in, the, good in the bad. Except for the Danica Patrick thing. I know <clears throat> you and I disagree on that. Um, you and I disagree on a lot of opinions on women. That's true. So She's it's, a tiny no troll point doll, even getting into that. And I don't yeah. find her attractive at all. I don't. She's understand. what we call in the industry a spinner. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking spin that top Ooh. and she goes fucking twirling around all night oh. long. where will she stop revert will she stop in reverse cowgirl facing you nobody knows it might be sideways it's kind of like spin the bottle you spin a little you spin a little a little nascar, <laughs> whore, NASCAR whore you never know i'm a big <clears throat> fan of the reverse cowgirl myself that's just that's me personally uh but anyway mm-hmm. Gives you, gives uh, you, I, you, that way you can tuck you can tuck the guy's balls away and gives you better entrance in, <laughs> into into the <laughs> I get the reach around there, kid. Yeah. The whole uh-huh. thing. There you go. I don't think there's any way other to do that. I don't know. I'm not real experienced in gay sex, but I'm pretty sure that's the only position for that. <laughs> We're gonna get into some of that later, but uh but go ahead. Oh Jesus. Well, uh I just had a question for you, thinking of you made me think of multiple you know, faceted or compartmentalizing <clears throat> things. Uh, got some discussion from last week from us getting into it on the whole gay marriage thing. So I just wanted to ask you <laughs> okay. right off the bat, um, you know, I heard a clip of Biden this week. I think it was about ah, around circa 2005 or so. Him giving a speech at Congress and not understanding what the big deal was because they already had a law that marriage was between a man and a woman, and that's the way it should be. And it was a, you know, state law, and there's no reason, like, his exact quote was, what's the game here? What is the game for you trying to get these gay people to legalize marriage at a federal level? So he was definitely anti-gay marriage, which that lands you on the side of Biden. But, you know, Trump, 
he went to uh um uh, what's the guy's name elton john sir elton john's <clears throat> wedding he promoted that mm -hmm. he gave it his blessing he was you know he's all good with it so in other words i'm on the side of uh you know trump and the republicans and you're on the side of the biden and the democrats with your anti-gay <clears throat> marriage so <clears throat> what do you have to say for yourself <clears throat> lining up with joe biden and those racist homophobic democrats sir Okay, so as usual, I got to correct several things here. Uh, number one, <laughs> right, off the, right off the bat, if you if you stick around long enough, you'll be on every side of everything if you're following the Democrats. Stick around long enough. On a long enough timeline, we all agree with the Democrats because they're going to they're gonna be all over the place wherever, wherever the wind is blowing. And number two, if you go back and listen to the podcast, I didn't necessarily say I was against gay marriage. I... I agreed that it could probably be, it's more consistent and congruent to put it to states' rights. So I don't really That's what That's what old Uncle Joe about. said. So, you know, you and Joe, so in other words, you agree with well, everything. Well, like I said. That, you agree with everything that's going on. Like I said, we all do. We all do. We all agree with Fauci at, at one point or another. It just depends on on what, how they feel that day. Uh, eh, you know what? Those gays, nah, fuck them. The next a year later, gays' rights. Yeah, stick it wherever you want to. That's just who cares. There's there's no repercussions. Stick it anywhere. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Kamala when she was uh, whatever. Um, what what she what what the fuck was she in California? She was the uh, attorney general or some shit like that. She was the governor, I think. think no, she was she gov was wasn't she nah. governor? Nah. Was she AG? Was she I, AG? Yeah, she's an attorney by trade. I don't know how the fuck. I don't know whose dick Kamala she sucked to fucking get a Harris. water green, but whatever. Oh, I do. Actually, I, yeah, that's what it was. She was she was banging the governor Brown. Uh, I can't remember his first name, uh, and that's how she climbed. Let's climbed not the be racist banging. here. Call him Brown. Jesus Christ! Well, he's clean show. Here. He was Brown. He was Brown, <laughs> and also had the name Brown. So, right on, a hundred percent correct on both accounts. Kamala Harris. Uh, what should I put? California. I don't know. AG. Let's see, let's see what that says. Yes. Yep. 32nd AG of uh, the state of California. So, yep. yep. I thought I was right about that. Her so. way, she sucked her way to AG. She failed her way to vice president. So, I can't wait to see what's in store for her next. She is, that is a woman with all kinds of skills. She's going to be the next coach of the Arizona Cardinals, <clears> I think. I think that's how that works, or Texas Tech. I'm not sure. Somewhere along that path, but either way, uh, when she was the AG of California, you know, she was in favor <clears> of incarcerating people for like 20 years from marijuana, and then a couple years later, she's vice president, and she's bailing out people that burn mm. down cities mm -hmm. in this country, and more importantly than burn down cities, burn down black-owned businesses in those cities, hurting her own so-called community. Yeah, she was all fucking about letting those people out of jail. But yet, if you fucking had a joint in California, for those fucking Christ's people. sake. Which, first of all, whatever you feel about marijuana, I don't give a shit. I think our generation is fine with marijuana. We all grew up with it, whether you did it, whether you didn't, whether you experimented. Whatever. We didn't give a fuck. Like, it was just like, that was just a fucking thing. Yeah. And in Times California... We, we've, we've grown with it. Yeah. And in California, for Christ's sake, they've been fine with weed since like the fucking 70s it's fucking california so yet she was incarcerating people there for that yet 
you burn down half of fucking Atlanta, and she wants to fucking, you know, get a, whatever they call it, the, the go fund me, go, go help me get out of jail fucking fund to unincarcerate your ass for burning down black-owned businesses. So, I guess yes, your point, the, I guess your point big, stands. I remember, <clears throat> yeah, oh, but the, the long enough timeline. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I'll get. I guess I'll let you off the hook for being mm-hmm. such a huge Biden supporter, <laughs> and and such a bigot okay. and such a homophobe. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I got to deal with it. Right. I got you know, live that's, and let live. That's a I good guess. transition. That's a good transition <laughs> into the one story that I want to make sure that I get in this week. And um, let me pull it up. Oh, it's story time. Make sure I get. It is story time. All right. Actually, before I start this story, let me, it's disclaimer time, okay? To you gay people, specifically you, you, you gay homos, you, you male gay homos, I don't give a shit what you do behind closed doors. I don't, I don't care what Bo Cephas does sexually behind closed doors. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't care what I do behind closed doors. The point is, keep your fucking sexual escapades to yourself and 90 I'd say 90% of, of conservatives are going to be like, whatever, do, do your thing. Keep it out of the, keep it away from children. Don't fucking do parades down the street with giant dildos coming off your head. And we won't care. So disclaimer, I don't care. This is an anti, I'm not anti-gay. However, I do got to kind of go after the gay, specifically male gay community here on the monkeypox issue. Okay, because we've got some monkeypox news monkeypox is making its way around i'm not going to get into the whole where it come from and, and the generation uh, the genesis of how it started i'm going to talk talk specifically about a fella by the name of sebastian Cohn, who lives in new york and this guy this guy went on a trip to a gay parade shocker you know big old parade walking up down up and down the street naked celebrating their sex because you know nothing says stay out of my sex life like having a parade celebrating your sex and doing all kinds of sexual <laughs> depravity on the streets of a major fucking American city. Nothing's, I mean, if that isn't congruent, I don't know what is. But this guy, and um, you know what? It's probably best I just read a little bit from it and just say his words exactly. Quote, I had sex with several guys over the weekend. This was the Gay Pride weekend. Then a week later, on July 1st, I start, <laughs> oh man. He was on it. And and by the way, pause. What does several mean? Certainly isn't one. Certainly isn't two. It's questionable think- that it's three because usually usually few is three. So it's at least four dudes that this that uh, this guy several was, and few, I think I think they can be, you know. Three plus then. Three plus? Well, well, a minimum three. Se- yeah, several minimum and three. few so, is a minimum three. Like if I say <clears throat> sure. I had a few beers, you know I mean like Mm-hmm. 67 but still i can say few yeah and you know it's at least three yeah and i'm gonna it's go already, with the, he being 67 guys my I'm, I'm just gonna look at this terrible yeah that that, that looks like sebastian's cone chest after after that weekend at the gay pride it was, <laughs> it was, just, it was <laughs> sloppy, just sloppy and nasty uh anyways, telling me he's not i'm gonna assume <laughs> i'm gonna assume that his few Guys, it's like your few beers, and he banged 67 dudes over the gay pride weekend. Anyways, he said, uh, let me find my place this here. Uh, on July 1st, I started feeling very fatigued. I had a high fever with chills, muscle aches, and my lymph, no- lymph nodes 
were swollen that they were protruding two inches out of my throat. Uh, Further took a COVID test. Negative. Wait, what? I started what was... suspecting monk. Sorry, protruding. Go ahead, go ahead. Two inches out of his throat, or is because things were protruding more than two inches <clears throat> into his throat? Like I'm not sure exactly. I I think that the here. I think you know like semen backs up and there's only so much that you can hold and it's just going to start poking out of your skin man you can't take 67 loads i mean i'm not a gay man oh my god <laughs> i don't know i'm not a female maybe they maybe our female listeners can comment and tell us how you know what i'm, I'm gonna pass that actually let me get back to the article how um, many whores do we have listening to this show <laughs> jesus i don't know i don't who have know who's been, who been passing this thing out to <laughs> there's at least two there's at least two doing it right now so anyways i started suspecting monkeypox i texted a friend i'm just sitting here waiting for the rash to start and yada 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 it gets into um it gets into it where are we where <clears> are we expecting this rash to start exactly I'm where do you privy. think it's gonna start i mean i don't know where the monkeypox it would it affect it in Around his butthole. Well, shall, his shall I? Taint? Shall I read? Shall Shall I continue story time? I wasn't going to read that part, but since you asked, two days later, after my symptoms began, the rash started as uh, anorectal lesions. That sounds awesome. Painful sores on my anus and rectum. Initially, it was a stinging, a stinging, <laughs> itching feeling. I wasn't scared at this point. Oh, <laughs> Listen, he wasn't scared at this point. Nah, I'm used to it. He's seen this shit before. Ass. I mean, He's seen, ah, yeah. I mean, I'm a gay guy. Plus coming out of my Look, fucking ass. Ah, this is a fucking, hey. that's a Sunday morning. I just go to church yeah, and fucking no try to deal. bless it away. Oh, yeah. Jesus, forgive so, me. I did it again. He wasn't worried. He wasn't worried at that point, <laughs> uh, but he had no idea how bad it was going to get is what he says. Um, I'm trying to scroll down and get to the point. <laughs> I didn't know how bad it was going to you know get. What? I've got pus leaking out of my butthole, but I'm not sure how bad this is going to get. I'm not alarmed right this second. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm not, I, yeah, I can't find the exact quote. I'm going to paraphrase. Basically, the whole article is about how it what he, he never takes, you know, any kind of blame or responsibility for the fact that he was banging probably 67 dudes over a weekend. It's about how we don't have the right information out. And why don't we have vaccines for this? And why this and why that? We're out fucking dudes in the ass all weekend. What the fuck? And you know, at, at the beginning of the article, he says, I, I knew about monkeypox. I knew. So he knows it's going around. But he didn't think it would. I mean, he didn't think it was like, you know, it's not going to happen to me. So... Anyways, I just wanted to bring this up specifically to the gay AIDS. male community. Again, they, they don't stop. AIDS. That's the thing. That's why. That's yeah. why this is specific to the males. We're guys. We like to fuck. Okay, so like, if you have gay dudes, two dudes, and a bunch of dudes that fuck each other, everybody wants to fuck each other. There are no no's in the male community. We'll fuck anything <laughs> almost at any time. So. Of course you're going to fucking catch all these diseases. Of course if monkeypox is going around, you probably don't want to take a trip to a gay pr pride parade and bang anywhere from three to 67 dudes right up the ass. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I, I, I'm not the greatest doctor in the world like Fauci. But uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe put a condom on at the least. Or maybe, just maybe, 
Control yourself. Maybe pick one guy. Maybe take a partner. Be a little safer. I don't know. Again, I'm not a moralist. You do what you want, but um, it's going around. Oh, and by the way, by the way, the the headline uh, quotations. It says, "I literally screamed out loud in pain." My two weeks of monkeypox hell. Thought that was a thought that was an awesome headline. Two weeks of monkeypox hell. Sounds like gonorrhea <clears throat> no, to me. Uh, of the ass. Yeah. Gonorrhea of the ass. I mean, again, they knew AIDS was going on the whole time in the 80s, and yet they kept perpetuating that. Um, they've cured AIDS now, so now this is the next fucking thing to, you know, mm-hmm. go against their community <clears throat> because obviously Mother Nature is uh, homophobic. She doesn't like people fucking each other in the ass, so she's going to come up with anything that she can, that bitch, to try and stop mm-hmm. people from fucking each other in the ass, but it ain't going to work, because obviously this guy, you know, two weeks on the fucking bench, his butthole's probably cleared up by now, you know, he's got all the pus buckets gone, and uh, he's probably right back out there <clears throat> serving it up, um, or taking, I don't, I don't know, I don't, you know. Uh, by, by the way, the the lesions spread all over your body, or the um, yeah lesions. The the he he calls them like they look like acne pimples kind of thing, like all over your body. Like they'll start in your anus and rectum area, and then spread from there all over your body. So um, that's awesome. That's good news for the for the gays out there. Um, have a lookout. Maybe maybe. Uh, oh, by the way, just saw this. He also tested for uh, gonorrhea. He had positive for gonorrhea also. So he's just really knocking it out of the park, this uh, Sebastian Cohn guy. so he, He's getting it in. That is getting it fucking Man. in. Gonor- so pus out of his cock and his fucking asshole all at the same mm. time. That is mm. Uh, mm. That will ruin your weekend for sure. Um, that guy needs some antibiotics. Stat! I wonder, like, him putting his name on that shit, does that make him a hero in the community or does it make him oh, like yes. other other people like <clears throat> oh shit look out for fucking sebastian that guy's uh no, no, no. i mean of all the dudes he, that he i mean the several dudes that he fucked are they all like running and getting fucking tested i don't know that reminds me it's so funny uh there was a very obscure fucking skit on saturday night live back in well back in our heyday which Every generation says they have their heyday of Saturday Night Live, but I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, You know, in the 70s, it was obviously, that was the thing. Through the 80s, you had your classic fucking characters. And then in the early, the big disagreement is, like, the early 90s, like, my, I have a sister that's five years older than me. And, like, her group was, like, the Adam Sandler group when she was a teenager. So, of course, I grew up loving Adam Sandler, but I was behind her, obviously. But that whole Adam Sandler, Chris Farley, and shit like everybody's like, oh, this is the that's the best, that's the best, and I've always disagreed with that. That was my group. That yeah, was my I've, group. I've always disagreed with that because, yeah, I mean Adam Sandler was good and Chris Farley was the fucking man, but other than that, mm-hmm. David Spade, you know, he could play a few characters, kind of flat. Rob Schneider was whatever. Um, Chris Rock. Spare. Chris Rock was barely even Chris- featured. Like he he talks about like he he hated he hated his whole time. On that fucking show. He was barely... Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman was there. Phil Hartman was a fucking beast. There's no doubt about that. Um, <clears throat> but what I thought made the next iteration the best was honestly 
as you know sexist as I get uh, accused of being was the female cast when Will Ferrell was there. There was never a better female <laughs> cast. I mean, you had Anna Gasteyer, who could literally play any character, any role. She could sing. She could do it. Like, she was fucking phenomenal. Sherry O'Terry, yeah. you know, she had her little <clears throat> bits here and there, but she was very funny what she did. And then you had the other chick uh, that played uh, Molly Shannon. She was the best, like, she was the closest thing to Chris Farley that a female has ever been on that show. Like, she was so great physically, <laughs> comedic, and she could play multiple different fucking roles. Like, the female cast of that iteration of Saturday Night Live really carried it through. And, of course, Will Ferrell being, I mean, there, I mean there's been so many interviews I've seen with so many different writers from Saturday Night Live past that they all said that Will Ferrell was their favorite person to write for because there was literally nothing he wouldn't or couldn't do. <laughs> and then when you put those ladies around him, or even in some roles, like, they featured them, and then he was the ancillary character, like, it was just such a fucking great iteration of that show. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, there was one random yeah, I agree ass. There was one random. I agree with that. There was one random yeah. ass uh, skit that I'll never forget for whatever it is. just stuck in my mind. And I don't remember who played James Bond. It might have been the featured guy or whatever. Some, you know, probably some handsome actor. And Sean they were like, Connery. uh, it wasn't Sean Connery. That'd have been too on the nose. But anyway, they were like, uh, <laughs> they're like, they, he gets called in. He's like, okay, what's the mission? Like, uh, actually James, uh, I'm your doctor. And, uh, your mission is you have been diagnosed with 356 different venereal diseases, uh, 246 <laughs> of which we don't have a name for yet. Uh, uh, we need you to call every woman that you've had sexual contact with in the last six months and let them know this information. And he's like, oh, bugger. And like the rest oh, yeah. of the skit is like him in his black book, like literally making phone calls. Like he just had to call a thousand fucking women they tell them this <laughs> shit and it was i mean it wasn't a very popular skit it was a one-time thing but to me it was so fucking funny because that was like what it would be in real life if this dude was traveling the world and banging every chick that he saw like it wasn't the movies like he would literally have every every venereal disease on the man plus a whole lot more he'd have the monkey pox he'd have it all and it was just so fucking funny to me. I don't know why that's always stuck in my mind, but that's always been just a great skit. I wish I could remember who even who was in it, who was in play. I have no idea. It was a one-time thing. I'm trying to look it up. Um, it's so obscure. It's I don't even know if you could find it, but it was. I, know, I was just laughing weird, my like... balls off. It just I don't know why that's always stuck in my mind. But every once in a while, I'll just think about it and fucking laugh, just because it was so fucking funny. It was because it's so. It's one of those. Moments where the ridiculousness of Saturday Night Live meets fucking real life. You know, kind of like the Chappelle shows play on uh, real Hollywood movies. You know, he did the real Hollywood yeah. movies, like, and he did, which my favorite one was obviously uh, Pretty Woman. And it was the scene which, you know, everybody's seen that movie. Julia Roberts has sex with Richard Greer for the first time. And mm -hmm. uh, Gear, not Greer, sorry gear for the first time and they're laying in bed and she's laying there she's like tell him how she got into prostitution she's like oh my friend you know 
talked me into it and I didn't have any money and just, she made it sound so magical and blah 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 and he's like the guy in the Chappelle skit is like sitting there listening not just like in the movie and she gets done talking and he looks over and he's like alright well you gotta get the fuck out of here now <laughs> <laughs> and there was roll credits that was the end of the fucking movie <laughs> oh Jesus Jesus uh, <laughs> oh shit I don't you know what? What? Well, was it actual? Was it Daniel Craig? Was he playing? Was it no, someone that actually played? That's a long fucking time ago. I, it would it would it would have been in the era of Pierce Bronson, but it, I'm pretty mm, sure it was not yeah. him. I'm, it was just a random ass fucking skit. That's so weird. Why? Like you should be able to type in SNL skit James Bond STD and it come up, but. It's just, it's not, I'd, I'd probably need time to dig this up, so. Yeah. Oh, well. It, it, was, it was very, very, very fucking random. Anyway, I don't know why it's. Sean Connery. <laughs> Sometimes you're scribbling. Hey, by the way, have you seen that? Yeah, have you seen that? That episode with Barbara Walters where Sean Connery talks about smacking a woman? No, but I've watched the Bill Burr fucking uh, stand-up and he referenced that and it's fucking greatness. Yes, I've seen it. He. I mean, it's so funny because Barbara, I mean, he's dead serious. Like, he's not even like. Well, sometimes you just got to give a little, little smack. You know, it's a last case scenario. You know, I understand, you know, this isn't like where you start. It's, you know, they get, they get a little out of line. It's a lot, you got to make a point. You just give a little, give a little slap. smack. And Barbara Walters is like, <laughs> she's like, she's like, you, this is not going to go over well. And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, Again, not all the time. Not because you don't do it every day. Yeah, but what year was Occasionally, you give him a little 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 tap, a little smack. It was like in the seventies, right? Oh, I mean, it was Barbara Walters on sixty minutes, so probably eighties. It was probably eighties. Barbara Walters. He did have a funny line. If I can, I'm Barbara Walters. God damn it, he had a real good zinger. At the end of it, and I wish I could remember it. Um, probably it's something with probably help me out with women, and maybe maybe pick. Uh, God damn it, I cannot remember. He had a, you know, Barbara was trying to get, be all serious, and and uh, and then to wrap it up, and she said something, and he was like, "Well, it might work with some women," and he just he was, and he felt a little, he did that little Sean Connery smile at the end. It was fucking hilarious. I wish I could remember it. He was, was probably was like, like six yeah, you know scotches what? in, and he didn't give a fuck. That dude's. The original fucking yeah. James Bond. Like, that dude didn't give a fuck his whole life. That dude was a made man from the 70s. Like, he didn't... Like, it was Sean fucking Connery. Every fucking woman mm-hmm. thought he was so fucking handsome. He had the fucking perfect accent. Give him a little schmuck. Just fucking, like, just the... I'm, by the way, that fucking stand-up from Bill Burr, um, I honestly thought was... Mm-hmm. I watched it again... And I'll refrain. I said before, I thought it was his best work of his career. I'll take it a step back. It was one of his very, very best work. Not his best, but very, very good. Um, but I love that part. And I love, and, and of course, he went on to reference the, the Nazi, you know, dick sucking chick or whatever. And what she did, you know, and then people trying to cancel John Wayne and, um, uh, Connery, but I thought one of the best parts was when he was talking about the women, you know, who have canceled beautiful women from being on fucking commercials and being on fucking, 
TV. He's like, how am I supposed to look up to that? How am I supposed to compete with that? You're not! How fucking arrogant are you? He's like, that's, watch that's like me watching Brad Pitt in a movie. Like, how am I supposed to compete with that? He's like, I know I'm not. I'm a bald, ugly, orange man. I gotta learn to tell dick jokes or something. I can't compete with that dude's looks. And that's the thing, like, women don't understand, but what made me think, what made me laugh the hardest about that is that Lizzo, which, boys and girls, you know who Lizzo is, she's this humongously fat Gross. Uh, pop star that loves to parade her big fat ass everywhere that she goes. <laughs> I've seen her at NBA games wearing literally a thong <clears throat> with some shit draped over it, basically, with her gigantic, dimpled terrible looking ass yuck uh, it's so gross dude and she's come out with a new swim line because you know big is beautiful or whatever the fuck they like to say and like bill mm. burr said no it's fucking not no it's fucking not you can be big and people shouldn't you know make fun of you i agree with him there but don't fucking parade that shit out like it's fucking gorgeous it's fucking not you're not you're fucking hideous you're not gorgeous now, you could be a great person, you could be a great singer, like this chick is, you could fucking write a hit song, you can make a lot of money. I mean, my God, Adele has one of the best voices I've ever heard in my life. Now, she's skinny now, but she was a big fat ass. Mm-hmm. She's hot now. She's hot now. Fucking hot. But she wasn't. Love but it. guess what? She was still making millions of dollars because she had the voice of a goddamn angel. I've never, I mean, yes. other than like Mariah and Whitney... That's pretty much the third best female verse voice I've ever fucking heard. So you can be famous. You can do all the things you want to do. But don't tell me or don't ask me to consider you beautiful when you're a big fucking fat ass. Because you're not. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Again, we're, nobody, yeah. no, we're not asking people to think that we're fucking Bradley Cooper or fucking Brad Pitt. Like, no, nah, we, we know who we are. It, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not healthy. And it's, it's not, not healthy. healthy. It's 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 that's the thing is like you can be good looking and that's not that's just not your fault. Uh, you know maybe you don't have the money to pay to get better looking because honestly money makes you good looking. The more money you got, the better you can, can spend on yourself. The better looking you're going to get. You you have a you have a ceiling of course, but money will take you to that ceiling. Uh, but again, a lot of that's not your fault. We all have a ceiling. It just is what it is. But fat is not. Your ceiling fat is you making choices for the most part. I know there's a slight exception. That's the for the most part you making choices to not be the, the best version of yourself. And don't want to deal with you. <clears throat> so what you do again, is you look, eat your feelings. To tie it all in, just like the gays, <laughs> fine. Do what you want. You want to be a big fat ass? Do it, but don't fucking celebrate it in front of our face and tell us it's normal. It's not. It's not normal. It's not beautiful. And it's not healthy. No. Much like gays, not normal, not beautiful, not healthy. And th that you was know? his. That was his best Again, point. Do what you want. That was his best point of the whole thing. Is like, and it's actually the most true point. And and ladies, ladies, we're gonna get if, hate if you're listening. Christ. Did we not every week? Us. I mean, my God. Anyway. Talking about gays, fat asses, and slapping women. That's, man. Ladies, mm. uh, I'm not going to smack you, but I am going to tell you exactly what uh, Bill Burr said, which is true. 
And you can try to deny it, but it is true. And if you're on the si other side of this fence, you don't, maybe you don't know this. I think you probably do. You're not, you're not stupid. Uh, but beautiful women, or it's not even beautiful women. It's average looking women don't want to compete with you. So, as he said, when they see you all big and fat in a bikini, they go, yes, queen, yes. Show it off, you beautiful. It. You, you slay, slay it, it, queen. You slay it, queen. Eat another fucking jelly donut because they know you're just another one that they don't have to fucking compete with. Because they don't want to compete with. They just want you to be fat and ugly and they want to promote you and tell you and lie to you that you look fucking great. And that's their whole motivation. Slay those buffets. Slay the buffets. And stay slay the buffets. Stay away from the hot dudes that that, that they want to hook up with, because you know they or, they know or even just the average looking dudes that make decent enough money mm -hmm. that they know. Oh shit, this dude could uh provide you know a decent home for our potential future offspring. This is this I want this dude. So yeah, you, what's up, ladies? What's you, up? <laughs> <laughs> you keep your fat ass over there in the fucking buffet line. You look oh you look great. You look great, Queen. Keep eating. Mm -hmm. That was the whole fucking point. <clears throat> and he tied it in again together beautifully when he was talking about the fucking WNBA and all the women, which to take it back to current events, Brittany Griner. Right? I saw so many fucking mm -hmm. people, her coach, so many people in the media saying, where are the NBA players? Where are the NBA players standing up for? Where is LeBron James? Where is this? Where, where, where are these people standing up? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what, what the fuck does LeBron have to do with Brittany Griner or any NBA player? She did what she did. Where's her they team? Both have, they both have giant black dongs. That's, is, that, is, that their, is that their connection? No, maybe, maybe she has the top, the bottom surgery. I don't know. I don't yeah. know, but either way, I don't. Uh, I don't it, know a lot about the. I don't. I've never looked into the like details of what the laws are in Russia where she broke them. Surely she was. I, I mean, they're she, American she people got, no, in she, a foreign country. She got what their law. With the amount of drugs that she had, their law is punishable 10 to 15 years in prison, which is <clears throat> that's what she got convicted for. They haven't sentenced her yet because she pled guilty to try to get like okay. a lesser sentence or whatever. She's getting and she was stationed in Russia. She was stationed there, playing there for a while, or just like an well, overnight. So, I mean, no, no, no. So, a lot of those ladies go overseas to play basketball in the offseason to make money. Because other mm -hmm. countries will pay for them to come and play and make yeah. money. And so she and was we over don't there. Care. Yeah. yeah we don't we don't give a shit. So she mm -hmm. was over there trying to fucking make a paycheck. And that's how right. that's why she was there. So what she wasn't there for no reason. She wasn't there on vacation. She was okay, there. Okay, yeah. So so my so my question is, you know that if a American team or maybe she was by herself, I don't know, an American of that stature, even though she's a woman's basketball player, she's still a WNBA player. That kind of stature, she's going to be told, "Hey, this is these are the rules here. This they don't fucking play. This is Russia. Uh, you know, if you can't put your weed down, like if you need it that bad, don't go. You're not. She's not broke. It's not like she's going over there to pay her fucking electricity bill. She didn't have to do it. You know, she's a wealthy person with endorsements and the 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 
the whatever Rel- they make playing relative, playing basketball. Relatively she chose wealthy, to go yes. there. She knows the law. She knows the law. I'm sure she was briefed and she made decisions not to. Now, do I think that she should be there for 10 years? Of course not. Um, but that's no, something she'll have to work out through the, through the system. I think she should be home because I don't want any American lo- – I've said it before. I don't want any American locked up abroad, period. I don't <clears> fuck <throat> what country it's in, much, much less fucking Russia. Fuck right. those people. She needs to be – she needs to fucking come home, period. Now, she could have fucking and not then, took her weed to the airport because obviously she oh, been smoking over the whole another time. Another good decision. Another she good decision. She's smoking over the whole time, obviously. I mean, nothing happens to her while she's over there. So, obviously, the security's not that fucking harsh. Like, just don't <clears> take <throat> it to the fucking air – look – Whatever it is, your your vape, whatever the fuck she had, leave it wherever you fucking found it. Just or wherever you bought it, just fucking give it to somebody else and hey, I can buy another mm. one of these in the States. In fact, it's legal in a lot of parts of the United States, <clears throat> so why the fuck would I even chance this shit? Like it nothing about that shit makes I've been sense saying, to me. I've been saying the whole time, I don't know why um Biden or Ka- Kamala or Trump, anybody like this is an opportunity for anybody to score huge points politically, uh, to to be the one that that leads the the spear to get her home. Uh, and obviously, it's tricky because of the you know Russian uh, and Ukraine situation. So that's making things a little bit more sticky sticky than they normally would be, I'm sure. But uh, you know, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure you know if this drags on, if she's if she's still in there when we get to. Uh, certainly passes midterms and, and even into 2024 when the uh, campaign start and uh, and you got Trump is like, listen, Putin, okay, uh, I need Brittany Griner um, now. Okay, it's been too long. Joe Biden can't call you. He doesn't even have your number. Doesn't <laughs> even know it. Get her home. I want to win again. It's for me. I'm the winner. Nobody knows Russia better than me. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if you listen to... Uh, not to bring, well, I Trump so much. Can, can we just make sure that at one point I get to do Trump in every show? I love it so much. Yeah, I'll give you an opportunity here in a second. Because actually, you I have a question to ask you. Yeah, hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just a long pause after I, after I finished. No, I'll, I'll I'll give you another opportunity to bring up Trump here in a second. Because I got another question to ask you, but a serious question to ask you. But to finish my Brittany Griner <clears throat> no, point, and again. Not that it's LeBron's problem or whatever, but he did address it on The Shop. I don't know if you heard that, his show, The Shop. And he said that... Uh, uh, I didn't specifically hear it, no. Yeah, he said that if he was Brittany Griner, he don't know if he'd want to come home to the United States since they haven't supported oh. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, dickhead. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, first of all... Right, yeah, so that was going to be... <clears throat> that was gonna ig- be the other part of this. That's an is ignorant like... fucking statement to make, and say, in which he, even LeBron had to go on Twitter and apologize, which you don't see that very often at all. I mean, he had a fucking kid, a white kid, get beat to death by three black boys in front of his school. He didn't. I mean, he tweeted out thoughts and prayers, even though the week before he said, "We're tired of your thoughts and prayers." Uh, when he talked about gun violence and shit, he tweeted out <laughs> thoughts and prayers of the family. So. It's very rare that LeBron's contritious about anything, but he did have to be a little bit about that because it came off so poorly. On the, And again, that's a show mm-hmm. that, you know, if you ever watch the show, they sit around a barbershop and they drink. 
and everybody's drinking and having a good time, telling a lot of good stories. It's actually a really good show. Uh, they've had a lot of famous athletes on there. It's pretty entertaining. They get to hear a lot of behind-the-scenes shit. They get a little loose. They tell a few stories. Yeah, they probably wouldn't have us on. Do what? Haven't had us on. Not yet. Not yet. Still waiting, still waiting for that invite. The Bastards of Babylon crashing the shop. Let's do it. I would love that. Uh, neither one of us has ever gotten drafted, though, to a professional sports league. So that's probably holding us back just from that particular format. But, you know. California we'll, Penal League. We'll, t- we'll take all comers. But my thing was like, dude, this is your show. You get a little loose, and I'm, dude, you have no like we have no idea what they, what gets edited out of this show. Because again, they're all drinking, they're all having fun, you know. And it's not just all black. There's been black guys, white guys, whatever. It's multiracial. It doesn't matter. But you know, there's been things said that like, oh shit, we can't fucking uh, fucking cut that shit out. But yet they decided, <laughs> and it's his show, so he gets final say. They decided to leave that in, and like, dude, that was such a poor judgment on that statement like to say that like because first of all if it was you like people have said you'd already be home which is true that's not that's not a false statement but either way and if people want to say well that's not fair it's because he's lebron she's britain griner yeah well it's not fair but that is what it fucking is he's one of the most famous yeah. fucking people in the world and she's not so i'm sorry if ronaldo got fucking locked up in fucking green bay wisconsin for trying to steal cheese I can promise you, he'd be on the next goddamn flight back to fucking uh, Madrid or fucking Portugal. And nobody would say shit about it. You know why? Because the dude has more fucking Instagram followers than the entire population of the United States. He's the most famous athlete in the world. So if you think it doesn't matter. Yeah, they'd be kissing his ass over there the entire time. They never would even fucking check the back. He He wouldn't be checked. He's walking off, going wherever he wants, and walking back on. That's what you call privilege. They would have okay? fucking taken Money a picture. It's privilege. They'd have taken a picture with him and his fucking drugs at the fucking TSA yeah. or whatever they call it over there, and been habit having and sold that shit online for thousands of fucking dollars. This dude gets paid over a yes. million dollars for every Instagram post he makes. Whatever you want, Mr. James. So, well, I was talking about Ronaldo, but yeah, LeBron James too. There's no yeah, fucking yeah, him doubt. Too. So, but for him to say that, like, dude, first of all, I mean, this country raised you. They've made you a billionaire. There's three billionaire athletes in this country. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, and Tiger Woods. In this racist Hmm. ass country, three billionaire athletes, all three black. That's how fucking racist we are here in America. So for him to say, I don't know if I want to come back to the United States, <clears throat> dude, kiss my fucking ass. It was such a poor statement. He, a, he's just trying too hard, dude. Like, he's not really that dude. Like, I really get, the more that I listen and watch LeBron, I don't get the feeling he's really that dude. I think he really is the small town kid from Akron that is a fucking phenomenal athlete. And again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You've never heard a bad word about LeBron James off the fucking court for anything. Not drugs, not women, not fucking gambling, no scandals, nothing. He's been fucking more famous than any of us will ever be since he was 16 goddamn years old. And yet there's not been one bad printed press about that dude off the fucking court. So he's not a bad dude. 
I just think that he tries to be so hard to be so woke in this culture. He is stepping outside of himself and he says things just because he thinks that <clears throat> that's what people want to hear him say. And it's not really what he believes. And he really just needs to stay more true to himself. And I think he'd be okay. I really do. Like, I really do. I, don't, I, don't, I really do not get the sense um, that LeBron James is has any really nefarious thoughts at all. He's kind of like a big dork. He's just a big dork that loves basketball. He loves his kids. And there's nothing wrong. Like, he's just a big kid. And he, he just tries so really, hard. He tries so I don't hard. Really, I don't really care what – like, I mean, if you if you're – I mean, whether it's fake or real or whatever, like, I mean, if you're in it this long, he's he's playing that he's playing that that long, then I'm just going to assume that's the way you are, and I don't really give a shit. So, you know, just like anybody else that, you know, he's 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 playing that card because it's it's how he's building his empire. It's you know, along the same lines of what Colin Cowherd is doing, he's building an empire using yeah. that that whole um, woke agenda. And whether it's real or fake, I don't care because I don't want to be around that. I can't listen to someone. Whether it's Colin or uh, or LeBron, I, I won't be around anybody or my or my kids. Any like I won't listen to fucking crybaby shit. I'll listen to real shit, uh, real you know oppression. And, and if and if those stories come up, whether that comes from LeBron or anybody else, I'll take it seriously and I'll listen to it. When it's this this you're playing a role, eh, I got nothing for it. And I hope and when Brittany Griner comes back because she's talked poorly about America in the past as well when she does come back it'll be interesting to see what you know what kind of attitude she has does she come back humble does she come back realizing that you know as a person has traveled the world now that she can see how good how great it is here i don't know we'll see because you know i would think being stuck in a russian prison for months and months and months however long it's going to be when you touch that fucking u.s dirt you kiss it and you appreciate it but again if i had to make a bet I'd go the other way and say, nah, I should have been home earlier. What took you so what took you so long? You fucking you fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, you're I mean, you're probably right about that. Uh it's so funny to me though that all of this you know, because LeBron, I mean, what what LeBron was before and I'll just take it back to Trump. Before Trump, what Colin was, what LeBron was, and all these people were was true to themselves right what lebron was true to himself he was a huge philanthropist full 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 on rape full on rapist women full on rapist kids and old people yeah now he was a huge philanthropist he fucking he did start that fucking school in akron he did all these charities i mean the dude has done nothing but nothing but good for his community, for any community he's been in, plus his hometown at the same, so every city he's fucking moved to, he's done something great for him, plus his fucking hometown. And then all of a sudden when Trump came along, that's when all this shit flipped. And Colin Cowherd's one of the biggest ones, like you said. He went from being true to himself, being you know critical of <laughs> athletes no matter their color, didn't matter. If you thought you could play, you could play. If you didn't, he didn't, period. It didn't matter. And, you know, he's right and wrong on who he thinks he can play, as we all fucking are. And that's just part of, you know, sports analysis or any kind of fucking analysis. And that's fine. But he always fucking admitted it. He's like, ah, I was wrong. But, like, he had admitted he was wrong about Ben Simmons, which so was I. I thought Ben Simmons was going to be great. I thought Ben Simmons was going to be fucking great. That's a big whiff, right? But he's been, well, I don't, I don't want to spin off on that. He's, he's been like a multiple-time all-star and all-pro, I think. But 
I don't know. Well, if we won't get into that. Just... But whatever. It doesn't matter. It. The point yeah. is, and then and then the Jesse Smollett thing, like the whole like it just it everybody went fucking crazy, and it's a great uh, segue into the question that I really wanted to ask you tonight. It's probably the last question I'll ask you, um, just because eh, we're all right on time, but still, it's a go. Are you going to the mall later? Are you going to the mall later? No, I'm not going to the mall. Keep <laughs> spelling, Mister. Is is that the question? Because it's closed. It's, it's already closed. <laughs> now the question is this. Hi. Hi, Carrier. <laughs> okay. Everybody knows Joe Biden's not running in the next election. But rumor is Trump's gonna go gonna go. Your thoughts. My thoughts is me or my thoughts is Trump? No, your your thoughts on Trump actually he's he's ramping it up. I didn't think I, I yeah, still I told, my heart of hearts. I told you he was going to. He's going to run. So he's I going mean, what, to. He what are your doesn't... thoughts though on him doing that? Like I mean it depends on that my thoughts on should he or my thoughts on will he my thoughts on will he went like i mean i have lots of thoughts no no Do i wish that he would should he should he i guess i or, wish that or, he would i wish that he would step aside endorse someone else and i have a person in mind and and let his legacy Kamala. you know carry as it is so that's what i wish he would do now, what do I think he's going to do? I think he's ramping up and he's going to fucking smash forward and 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 go balls all in. I think this is what he's doing. Man, I I really didn't think he was, and I, I still I still have to remind myself that it's just going to be, you know, the midterm. It's it seems like Biden's been president forever because shit's been going bad for so fucking long, you know, and it's going bad. It feels forever when you're having a great, it's like a weekend. Like when you're having a bad weekend, it feels like it lasts forever. And when you have a fucking great weekend, it's like you fucking blink and it's fucking Monday. So the mm-hmm. Biden presidency, it already feels like it's been fucking four years. It hasn't even been fucking two. Not even close to two actually yet. And that monkey punks guy, he had a, he had a blur of a weekend. His, his went real yeah, good and went bad. Real, went real good. And then went real fucking bad uh, after that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I, I just have to keep reminding myself it, it's two and a half more years that he has to keep doing these rallies and everything that he's doing. And I don't know how old the guy, I mean, he's old as fuck. Like eventually. Who Biden? No, Trump. Trump. Uh, I think he's 78 right now. Yeah. So see. he'll be fucking 80 and a half or whatever. Sorry. He's, he's 76 now. Okay, so he'll be 78 and a half or whatever. When's his birthday? Mm -hmm. June 14th. So he just turned 76. So he'll be, yeah, 78. just turned 76. 78 and some change. When the fucking next election comes, like, I just don't know that he's still going to have the gumption about him to fucking want to do that. Again, because now he knows. Nobody knows gumption is. better than me. Nobody has more <laughs> gumption than me. It's 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 undisputed. You know, people are talking. They say they've never seen 
gumption like like bef before me i don't know um you have to ask them but yeah nobody can out gumption donald j trump <laughs> <laughs> i love I it so much yeah he's a great fucking character there's no doubt about it um <laughs> I guess my biggest reservation for me is just that, I mean, if you look at what's going on the last 18 months, nothing, literally nothing has gone right uh, for the Biden presidency. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. I mean, they've had to change the definition of so many things, right? They had to change the definition of vaccine because the COVID shot didn't work. They've had to change mm -hmm. the definition of women and men because apparently that doesn't mean anything. Nobody can define it until, you know, it's it's very hard. It, until they want to define it's very it. Hard. And and women are gonna die and all this other things that they, you know. Or the mm -hmm. first the first woman, um the first gay woman, um, whatever press secretary, the first woman vice president until at first woman supreme court until it wants to be defined even that woman who's the first woman black woman supreme court justice she couldn't define what woman was in her briefing in her interviews but now that she's there she's a woman she can define it now they've changed so many definitions and now they've changed the definition longhorn of a recession oh, so yeah. if you look on the white house uh website now They've changed the definition of what a recession is because in a couple of days, there's going to be a report that comes out that says we have our second straight quarter of negative GDP growth, which by all economist definition since the beginning of economists, that equals a fucking recession. However, every talking mm. mouthpiece in Washington is saying, yeah, even though most economists would agree this is a recession, we don't agree this is a recession. And now they've changed the definition on the White House website of what a recession is. They just continue to have to change definitions of things. Like if a fucking nuclear bomb dropped, God forbid, somebody, mm -hmm. somebody got squirrely and fucking dropped one somewhere in America... They'd have to change the definition of what a nuclear bomb was. Like, nah, actually, that was a subatomic uh, particle bomb. Uh, well, I think that's the same thing. Anyway, they'd, have, they'd change it in some dumbass way. That, it'd be Putin's nuclear bomb. It's Putin's yeah, of, nuclear bomb. Of course, or for some reason. It, like, we couldn't foresee Putin's nuclear bomb. <laughs> if, if you have to fucking continually change the definitions of things... To even to even fool yourself that you're winning, it'd be like it'd be like us watching a football game, and fucking the Cowboys are playing the Eagles, and the fucking Cowboys uh, score a touchdown to go up by 17 points, and they're like, actually, uh, what the definition of a touchdown is is uh, you get negative three points. That's we just changed it. So actually, uh, you guys are only up by. Uh, seven now. So, and then the Eagles score. I'm like, oh well, they scored a touchdown, but now the definition of touchdown is you actually get 14 points for that. So now the Eagles are actually winning by seven, and you guys lose. Sorry about that, but uh, that's just kind of how this works. Everything's transitory, okay? In these rules, everything is fluid. Everything is, you know, neutral. 
we're we're touchdown neutral here. We're fucking points mm-hmm. neutral. Everything like everything's transitory. Everything's seasonal. Touchdowns are seasonal. In in one quarter they're worth only one point, and next quarter they're worth fourteen points. Like they're literally changing the rules of the game as we go along to somehow fool themselves. And they're not this stupid. Yeah, I was about to say this, we got to get to the why because the why is what what always matters. So the why, why do you the, think the why is because they're just trying to not admit how bad they're fucking failing, and that's all there is fucking to it. But again, they really they really under. Oh, okay. What are your thoughts then? Uh, I think that the fail. I mean, just like the, just like with the. Uh, the energy, the oil, the pain is the point. Like, like this, all of this is the is the point. They're doing it. Yes, they look stupid, and yes, they're changing things to make it gloss over uh, through the media, and they're getting the media's help. But it's for a reason. They're not this stupid and incompetent. I hope, and this is just my theory. No, it's they're not. for a reason. It's for a reason because when you do this, you create chaos. You you create division, and when you have division, that that when you have when we're divided, it's more government control needed. So the only way that, that, to make their lives and their positions of power more necessary, we have to be fighting. There has to be chaos among us so that they can assume more and more power. And so the, the pain is the point. It's just, this is the same story. The more, the more power they can, and you, we can take it to the, the Klaus Schwab, the whole, the whole new world order. Not just, it's not just America. It's a, it's a whole, globe that's that's pushing toward this whole you know a global what, what seems to normal about. people yeah the global agenda what seems to normal people asinine how can you be that stupid they're not that stupid they're doing it on purpose so you know it's just we've talked about this in the past and past episodes it's it's it, you know it sounds too stupid to believe because it is too stupid to believe they're doing it on purpose so that brings up a great point i actually watched a documentary it's it's i i really recommend every single person listening to this right now please go watch this documentary it's called the social dilemma and it's on netflix actually i can't believe they fucking let it on netflix well, that, netflix that is came not out a while ago yeah well i just watched it recently one. yeah that's yeah, good and basically what they dug and it's all kinds of you know former Software programmers, executives, I mean, even presidents of some of these fucking social media companies and this and that. And they literally admit that, you know, the algorithms that they wrote are strictly to do nothing but generate clicks. And how you generate clicks is by showing that divisive shit, showing all the fake news, showing all the fucking fake articles. And at this point, as everybody in the documentary says, they don't actually have any control over it. Like even, even if fucking, you know, Zuckerberg himself is like, all right, I'm done with this from now on. Facebook's clean. Whoever's running Twitter, Elon Musk, whatever. If he takes over like, all right, we're, we're cleaning this shit up. No more. They can't, they can't stop it. Like it's, it's like the Terminator theory, except instead of, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger showing up, and you know trying to kill you it's just these fucking algorithms that are taking over they cannot they're too powerful they cannot so they can't shut them down they'd have to shut the whole fucking platform down destroy it 
and then build it back, which they're not going to fucking do because there's too much fucking billions of dollars to lose. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we're fucked. But a couple of stats on that uh, document that I, that I wrote down that I like to read you. So we were talking about, uh, you know, the fatties and stuff. And we was like, how can I compare to this and this and that or whatever? And it, it does primarily, that part of it does primarily affect women, dudes, as we know as dudes, we all think we're fucking, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, we all fucking think we're Brad Pitt. We all fucking think we're Superman. Mm-hmm. We all fucking think we're the shit. We all think oh, we're yeah. the shit. Captain America here. Yeah, he's wearing his Captain Check fucking out, America baby. shirt. Of course. Mm-hmm. We all think, like the old Jerry Seinfeld bit, he's like, Superman, Batman, Captain America. He's like, you ladies think that these are fantasies for us. These are options. <laughs> As a little boy, right. like we think those are options, right? Right. That's the male psyche. We all think we're our own personal fucking superheroes. So it does not affect us as much with the posting of dudes ripped ass abs and shit. We're like, we're just like, oh man, that guy fucking works out. Look at the ass on him. Yeah, he must work out. Whatever. That's what we fucking think. Like we don't give a shit. That doesn't affect us. However, it does affect women and young girls and a couple of stats on that since 2011 there's been a 62 which is right when you know twitter and facebook and like mm-hmm. everything like really took over mm-hmm. and for the generation that grew up with which i think your girls are probably uh part of this generation they didn't grow up without right social media right we grew up without yeah. it so we've been on both sides of it we know how fucking mm-hmm. evil it is. We see how fucking terrible it is. They don't know anything else. <clears throat> so since 2011, there's been a 62% increase in teen girls cutting themselves in self-harm. <laughs> there's been a 189% increase in preteens in that same category. And then since 2011, 70% increase in teens, females again, com- committing suicide. Mm-hmm. A hundred and fifty-nine percent increase in preteens committing suicide since 2011. So, any parent out there listening to this right now, man, woman, doesn't matter. If you think that your kid being on social media is a good fucking thing, I can promise you it's fucking not. And if you've not watched this documentary, I, I really want you to watch it because <clears throat> if you do, you will take your kid's phone and their tablet. And delete every bit of that shit. Mm-hmm. And, and if you care about your kids, because it doesn't matter, their social status or whatever does not mean as much as their fucking life. And if you're a parent, I don't have to fucking tell you that. That's your fucking child. And if you think mm-hmm. that I'm wrong, again, just go watch this documentary and watch. Again, these are executives. They are these are people that design the fucking software that this shit works off of, and they'll tell you straight up. Even if I wanted to, even if I want, if even if I went back to the company today, and said, "Hey, enough, we're done," they can't stop it. It is on an 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 unstoppable plane at this point. The computers have taken oh. over. The algorithms think for themselves. They don't need any more input. They have all of your data, and they take it all and they filter it. And all they care about is getting fucking clicks, and they don't need any more programming. That's the thing. It all runs on fucking autopilot at this point. 
So as a so as a father of daughters, uh, I get to humble brag on this, although it doesn't feel very good because although I was right, it wasn't followed through, and I'll just leave it there. Um, I foresaw these problems coming before social. Uh, what's the name of it? Social um, media. The movie. What's it called? Social network. Well, but, the, but before the oh, movie, the so, you're talking about the social, social dilemma. Sorry, documentary. The social dilemma. Like years before that came out. I, as a father of two daughters, I foresaw this coming, staunchly was against it. Um, let's just say that they still had social media and we'll just leave it there because I don't, nobody's here to defend themselves. So we'll just leave it there. And I saw, I saw with my eyes what it does, what it does to young female minds. And um, it's horrible. I, I mean, I, I lived it. So I know it. And I, and I've always said that, um, that this generation is growing up with social media. The first generation is growing up with social media. And I tell my girls the same thing. Like if you are foolish enough to put your kids through what you went through after seeing what it did to you and your brain and your development, then shame on you even more. Because, you know, like you said, a lot of parents uh, my age didn't necessarily know, but we were new to it. We didn't know what it was like for kids growing up. I foresaw it, so it's a, it's a pat on my back. Doesn't do doesn't do any fucking good because they still had it. Uh, but the generations going forward, shame on them if they let their kids have a social media in their hand, specifically females, because like you said, it's way worse for them. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a learning process. We all generations learn, they grow and they grow. So um, I will be even more vocal when I have grandkids uh, with my kids on, you know, over my old you know, rocking chair, dead body. Will you put <laughs> social media in my grandkids' hands? It's not going to happen. Now, obviously I can't stop it, you know, much like I couldn't stop it before. It's, it's one of those things you're, you, you say how you feel, but pe people need to touch this hot stove for themselves. And like you said, that movie points out some really scary, scary shit that's happening to these young minds. So uh, yeah, watch it, apply it, all that stuff. And not, and I don't, I don't, just want to put it on the young females because if you look at the rash of you know um mass shootings we're having now with these young boys which are predominantly mm -hmm. happening between 18 yeah. and whatever it is 24 year old boys they're getting on there too right and they're finding factions that you know say things yeah. that they want to hear and they and they find a young home. boys are more violent they're, men are more yes. young men are more violent Young women are more prone to uh, turn it internally on themselves. So as, right. as a young man, like you're right, I don't, you're, let's not exclude them. As a young man, your mind's going to get warped too. And as a, uh, when a young man's mind gets warped, whether he's mentally ill or not, he probably has to be a little mentally ill to do some of these horrible things. But, you know, if you get warped in that world of social media, you're playing violent video games, and I'm not going to go on that rant. You know, it's, there's, there's plenty of people that it doesn't affect. 99.9% .9 doesn't affect at all. But for that small few, they get warped. Their brain gets warped somehow. It's it can lead to that. So you know, it's just just be a parent. Like you know, we we learned as or you know, I learned as parents. I made mistakes. Nobody's perfect as a parent. So parents need to get better as they go forward. Kids need to learn you know different things, different skills outside of the computer. My God, like just go outside like we used to. Like these kids, if you throw these kids outside, I don't think they know what to do all day. What would they do all day? Die? They just die in the heat? It's hot. I don't know what to do. Yeah. They, they don't know. Drink but water, think... you stupid ass. <laughs> Where's the water app? Where's the water app? <laughs> uh, 
But to be fair, to be fair, um, you know, every generation wants their children to have better than them, right? So our generation, our kids, you know, we didn't have internet and shit growing up. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have any of this shit. So to have that, to be with their friends, you know, to be able to socially interact with them, to be able to learn in school, like, oh, you can Google anything. Like, you want to learn? Google it. If you want to fucking watch something, man, it's right here on Netflix. It's a documentary. Like, learn. Yeah, of course. So we wanted the best. It started out, like every mm -hmm. fucking thing else, it starts off with the best intentions. They're going to be so smart. They have all the world at their fingertips. Right. But fucking to, idiots. But to your point, to your point, you know, now that they've gone through it, and hopefully as they grow up to be adults, hopefully it it becomes like old hat to them. Like, ah, shit, you know, I grew up on Instagram. I grew up on, you know, whatever. I, you know, showed my tits here and this and that or whatever. And now as an adult, eh, that shit's not cool anymore. I don't want my kids going through that. I don't want my kids, you know, doing that. Like, so hopefully, hopefully you're right. And this generation will bear a better generation than what we bore and again it's easy to blame kids but we have to look at ourselves as yeah. generation x we raised this shit storm of fucking assholes yeah. we raised this fucking shit storm of instagram whores of fucking maniacs going out there and shooting people we raised these fucking assholes so again we have to point the finger at ourselves first because that's as a responsible adult that's what you should do that's not the democratic way. They'll just fucking spend it all. They'll blame it on Putin or whatever the fuck else. But as responsible adults, I don't give a shit what side of the aisle you're on. If you want to be real about it, you point the finger in and say, hey, it's on me. I raised these fucking kids. They're the ones fucking the shit up. So now it's on me to impart the knowledge that I've learned through watching them. Like, hey probably don't fucking do this like you said to your kids because i fucked up i apologize and just just pay it forward and have your kids grow up <clears> better <throat> than you grew up as i i tried to do with you i fucked it up i tried i thought everybody told me it was the best thing everybody told me right it's the same thing with the fucking vaccination everybody fucking told me it was the best thing to get you fucking vaccinated everybody everybody told me mm. so it's like you you have to. I, I did win that battle. I did win that battle of, of the, good for, the kid. good for you. Good for you. Yeah, they one. they were they were wanting to get them because you know they were just well I heard and I did I was like no you're not over my dead body you're not getting the vaccine so I won that battle you can't you can't win them all I guess well because I think legally they can't do that without both parents consent right it might be overstepping my bounds right. there, but, but, I think but you true. can give them but you can give them all the social medias you want with them. Yeah. I know it, it's, it's, oh. yeah, it's one evil over the other for sure. But again, you know, when your kids grow up and they see all their friends that did get the fucking shot, having all these problems and all the fucking lawsuits starts coming out, which they fucking will mm -hmm. just give it time. It's oh, all yeah. going to happen. And Fauci's fucking, he'll kill himself or something like he won't be around to fucking stand up and witness it, but whatever. There'll be oh, a lot God. of people that are. But, you know, a lot of people that were in our local media, you know, in Dallas, they were shaming people for not fucking taking it. They were shaming people for fucking voting for Trump. They were shaming people for this and shaming people for that. And I just noticed a real shortage of those people now on social media saying anything about any of that shit. 
It's amazing how mm -hmm. that they'll shame you and call you ignorant and call you a hillbilly and call you this and call you that. Yeah. But then when mm -hmm. the evidence comes out, they're not around to take accountability for themselves and for their actions. Just listen to the experts. Why don't you just listen to the experts, you stupid hillbillies in the middle of the country? Why talk about your freedom? No one's taking your freedom. We're locked down. Everybody, nobody leave. Fucking Australia. I think Australia's still fucking fighting that shit. And well, California just went back down to California. Yeah, they just went back They're to the fucking back uh, mass down. mandates. Oh, you know what? That's I, that's enough. I didn't write that down. When this shit happens again, because it's clearly it's clearly going to make another round. Certainly in the Democratic states, it's, it's shit ain't going to fly in the Republican states. To all you Democrats and Democrat states, fucking refuse this shit. Class action, tell them no. No. I'm not sending my kid to a to school all day in a fucking mask. No. And if and if they if they forcibly stop it, then you pull them out. So, you know, uh, I, I I didn't think that it would actually happen where they they do another round of this masking had, when they, they clearly had admit three deaths. Three deaths in LA County last month from COVID in a population of 10 million fucking people. Mm -hmm. And yet now they want to go to back to indoor masking and they want your kids in LA. For everybody. For everybody. To go back to fucking masking indoors when they go back to fucking school. And Fauci's right there fucking supporting them. So. And they've, they've had three deaths from the flu in years past and they didn't even fucking blink an eye. There's been multiple deaths from the flu in, in years past, and nobody blinks an eye because you know what? People get sick and people die. It's unfortunate. It sucks. But there's troughs in life. And we have to deal with a car, you might die. But we all like the trade-off of getting to a car and getting somewhere really fucking fast. So we risk it. And the same thing with the mask. We might die. We might get sick. Not likely, but it's a trade-off. We take that risk because, you know, we like to fucking breathe and we like to see people, their face when they're talking. So, yeah, that, you know, that's, that's let's a, just fight against that's, it. That's that's a false comparison, though. So if you never got in a Which car. Which The whole thing. If you never got in a car, you would never die of a car wreck. Masks have not been proven to prevent shit. And there's been data upon empirical data upon empirical data at this point that they don't prevent transmission. They don't prevent being sick. I mean, how many fucking videos have we seen Joe Biden in a fucking mask? He's a goddamn president of the United States wrapped in immense power. And he fucking has had all the shots and has the best fucking protection on the fucking planet, I would hope. What else would be the point of having the fucking job? And yet he got fucking COVID even with all that bullshit. So don't, like, there's no data. That even makes it worse. Earth. That's even that's even worse then. That's even yes, worse. That's what I'm saying. What you're saying is not even comparable. <laughs> Clearly, that's, that's like saying. I, but, but that's I like think, saying, oh well, well I fucking, think, if you go in the ocean, yeah, you might get bit by a shark. But I love swimming in the ocean. Well, that's true. No, and no. You take See, your chances. Here's how but they if get you around don't that. Go in the ocean, you can't fucking get bit by a shark. Here's how they get around that because when they do these, you know, you'll hear you'll hear people argue the other side. They'll do these laboratory tested uh studies of perfect conditions and they'll show well look the mass blocks you know it blocks this so it might slow it you know it's it's not completely analogous to the car situation um but it's like if it's anything it's worse no so, they're, 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 um, ta they're you know. talking they're talking about fucking like in a sterile surgical environment yeah that's a big perfect. argument it's like what what a surgeon wear a mask if they don't work well dumbass they're working in a 100% sterile fucking environment. 
That's a whole different... Mm-hmm. You're not operating in a sterile fucking environment out in fucking free earth, number one. Number two, right. you don't have the same fucking mask, and you never did. It's a fucking... It's a piece <laughs> number of Number three, kids, are, kids won't keep it on all day. I can promise you that. I won't keep it on all day. Kids won't keep it on all day. So it's not gonna fucking work. Yeah, it never did. So that that's that's the point. Is like again, if if masks actually saved lives and kept people from being COVID, you wouldn't hear me argue against it because I don't want anybody to fucking die, especially not from me. Hey, that's that's the uh, that's the the money ball. If masks work, why don't they fucking work? Like like the <laughs> if, if, guys, he brings in he's bringing in they're bringing in all these people like uh like the young the young hitters and and uh, yeah. Brad Pitt who plays Billy Bean. He's like he's like you guys. You keep telling me this guy's a good hitter. If he's if he's such a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? <laughs> he never he never hits good. <laughs> yeah, it's like Joey Gallo. Like if he's so fucking great, why does he fucking bat one eighty? I don't understand. Oh, oh, but just but those tools. I mean, just project those tools, and I mean he's gonna be you, once you a mean, month when he hits know. that fucking four hundred fifty foot bomb. You're like, like hell yeah. Oh, Poor Joey God. though. Yeah, a- uh, I hate bagging on Joey. He's such a nice kid. Uh, Quick personal hey, story. yo, it's me. Hey, yo, it's me, Joey Gallo. Um, quick personal story, we get out of here. But uh, my parents actually met Joey Gallo in a very nice uh, seafood restaurant in Dallas. And Long John Silvers. Long John, that was right. They were there in the buffet line together. Uh, <laughs> he he cleaned it out. No, um, they. I mean, obviously, you know, my dad. My dad watches. My dad watches. For everybody who doesn't know my dad. Oh yeah, he watches 162 of 162 mm. Ranger games. He's never spent one day on the DL. Uh, he's been there since probably 1978, wherever the fuck they started. He's God made bless them all, you, sir. Yeah, I don't know how he does it, but he does it all. But anyway, so and then my mom, you know, being older now, they ain't got. She doesn't have shit else to do. She's watching the game with us, so she knows all the players. So then this restaurant. What's up, Mama? Call me. They. <laughs> <laughs> they look up. I think you still owe her money. Uh, they look over mm. and uh, yikes. Yeah, they look over and they see it's Joey Gallo sitting there with a bunch of people, and they're not trying to you know bother Joey or anything. But they finish their dinner and they're still sitting there. Well, you know, Mama can't help herself. You know, he's so handsome and young. He she walks no. up. She can't. And help she herself. she says. I know. I know. She says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she doesn't watch this shit. I know. <laughs> she walks up. She's, um, oh, God. Uh, Mr. Gallo, you know, hates to, you know, bother you, but, you know, we watch you every night. We don't want anything. Just want to say, you know, good luck on the season. We really enjoy watching you. You know, thank you for being a part of the team, but thank you for being such a, a, a good young man. He mm-hmm. says, well, do y'all want a picture? She mm-hmm. says, oh, no, 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 no. We don't want to bother you. He's like, bother me? He's like, you're the reason why I have a job. It's absolutely. Nice. He stands up from the table. And I have the picture on my phone. And my dad's about 5'10". And Joey Gallo is almost not in the picture. He's so much fucking taller yeah. than my dad. He's a huge He's a big man. Guy. He, just, he envelops my parents like, like this. But he couldn't have been a nicer kid about it. He like, I mean, he insisted, insisted on taking a picture with him. So I hate that it's going bad for him in New York. I really do. Uh, I saw that he was like one for his last 40 
And that one, he did hit a 450-foot bomb when the Yankees are already up like 13-2. to two, So it didn't even matter. Uh, but well, such a nice kid. So I hate, I hate to bag on him. I hope that he can maybe get out of that city and bounce back and make a career out of it. But It's not going as bad for him as it is going for the New York monkeypox guy. So on a scale, or the he's mayor. doing better. He doesn't. Or the mayor. He doesn't have bleeding anus blisters of monkeypox. So I'd say he's doing all right. No, uh, Joey Gallo is a very good-looking man, and he makes quite a bit of money, so I'm pretty sure he does not have to hang out <laughs> with people that have fucking monkeypox. Hey, right, yo, Lord. it's me. Hey, yo, it's me, Joey Gallo. You got anything else? No, that's it for me. Hit subscribe, share, tell a friend. It's free. Uh, you know, like we're, we're, we're making things happen. We're doing great things over here at the Bastards of Babylon, the revolution network, subscribe to it. You'll get it all. You'll get all this in the feed. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we love it. We're glad you do. And we'll keep rocking and rolling. That's right, baby. And in, uh, let's say three weeks, the first episode of FGH, uh, will be hitting, uh, pretty soon. We'll do our first round of, uh, two divisions per week over and under wins vegas style baby best bets and everything else the revolution network keeps it rolling all right boys and girls that's it for us this week uh thanks for tuning in